Good morning and welcome to The Daily Oz. It's Tuesday the 18th of May. My name is Sam Kozlowski and helping me make sense of today's news is Zara Seidler. Making news today. Oil refineries in Australia. Samoa's new PM. Some good news about a tiger's eye. And a chat about borders. Here's today's Daily Digest. New South Wales Premier Gladys Berejiklian has said the state will need to administer an additional 9 million COVID-19 vaccines to consider reopening international borders. At the time of writing, 926,242 vaccine doses have been administered by New South Wales Health, the GP Network and Commonwealth Clinics. The Premier said we have around 6 million adults and you would think at least 5 million should be vaccinated before we can have those conversations. We're going to have a chat about the borders later in the podcast. Australia's two remaining oil refineries will operate for at least another six years after the federal government reached a deal with fuel suppliers Ampol and Viva Energy. The multi-billion dollar rescue package details were announced by PM Scott Morrison yesterday and aimed to secure long-term domestic production of petrol and fast-tracker change to better quality fuel. The announcement came after two of the final four refineries in Australia announced their closures in the last six months. Samoa is on the verge of swearing in its first new Prime Minister in over 22 years and first female Prime Minister ever. This comes after a five-week political deadlock post-election that saw the opposition party and the incumbent party both win 25 seats each. The incumbent party now has the majority to lead after Samoa's Supreme Court handed down two key rulings in its favour. The Supreme Court has ordered Samoa's parliament to sit within 45 days of the April 9 election, and that's May 24. And finally, to the good news, and I would really recommend having a look at the photos of this very, very cute tiger. A 17-year-old tiger has received what is believed to be a world-first eye-saving procedure. Surgeon Dr. David Williams, who sports an epic bow tie in the photo, and vet Steve Philp performed the surgery at the University of Cambridge. For anyone that wants to know how the tiger is doing... A wildlife park director, her name's Rebecca Willers, she commented saying that her coordination, the tigers that is, seems much better now and the best thing is the operation has eradicated the need for Rutner to have her eye drops. And she never was keen on those. Since the beginning of the pandemic, one thing that just continues to come up is this question about when the borders are due to open. And we keep getting told different times, whether that's dependent on the vaccine rollout or about how other countries are tracking with COVID-19. And of course, while we have certainly progressed in this conversation, we already have a trans-Tasman bubble, it is looking likely that borders are set to remain shut until at least 2022. And we found that out in the budget last week. So part of Josh Frydenberg's budget set out that the federal government is not anticipating the borders will open before mid-2022. Understandably, that has upset a lot of Aussies who are either stuck overseas or not stuck but really just want to come home and see some family. And yesterday, Virgin Australia's new chief executive had quite a bit to say about it. So the CEO of Virgin was speaking at a business lunch in Brisbane yesterday and she said she didn't agree with the current stated reopening date of mid-2022, instead suggesting that suggesting that COVID-19 will be part of the community and will become sick with COVID in the same way that we become sick with the flu. She even went as far as saying some people may die, but it will be way smaller than with the flu. 
She also added that, quote, we're forgetting the fact that we've learned how to live with lots of viruses and challenges over the years, and we've got to learn how to live with this. So it's very clear that the federal government is facing quite a bit of pressure from specifically the travel industry to open up earlier than 2022. And before I go on, I just want to clarify something because this often comes up in chats that I'm having with friends. When we refer to the border being closed, we're talking about the fact that it is closed to anybody that is not an Australian citizen. So people that are living overseas and might have a partner who is American or British or anything else, they're not able to travel into Australia. So it's not that Aussies can't get back in, though those in India until last weekend weren't able to, but rather that anyone that's not an Australian citizen can't visit. So that means that we're talking about zero tourism until at least 2022. There also seems to be, as we talked about at the beginning of the pod, a bit of pressure from the New South Wales government to open up a little bit quicker. Do you think that's because of the pressure they're receiving from the tourism sector here in New South Wales? It's unclear where that pressure originates from, but given that the push is being led by the Treasurer, it's likely to be because of the economic cost of not opening up. So New South Wales Treasurer Dom Perrottet has called for Australia's reopening to be linked to vaccine targets. And that's where Gladys Berejiklian's comments come in because she was saying that that conversation will only happen once New South Wales has vaccinated a certain number of people in the state. The federal government has been less keen on attaching the reopening to specific numbers. And to be honest, that's probably because when they first started to set these expectations for the vaccine, they dramatically overestimated those numbers. And it turned out that they were not able to vaccinate at the speed that they were expecting based on a myriad of issues. It is not just the New South Wales government who is pressuring the federal government to open up a bit quicker. Some of Morrison's government has actually also come out and said that we need to hurry it up. So Dave Sharma, the member for Wentworth, and Jason Flinsky, among others, have come out and said that we can't live in this hermit nation, which is a criticism of the fact that we have been basically shut off to the world for the last year and a half. Politics aside, what do you think about all of this? Politics aside is... (laughs) not something I usually say. But when I read about these stories, I often think of my brother who is in New York and hasn't been able to come home to visit just based on the difficulties of having to do two weeks of quarantine and the cost associated with that. And I think that we have a lot of steps to go before we're going to be opening up the borders. And I just look forward to the day really where we can freely travel and also protect our citizens. And this is one of those policies that have a really human and emotional effect in reality. So it's really difficult policymaking for the government to have to deal with. And I completely understand and respect both sides of the argument, but hope that there is a time in the not so distant future that we can travel freely while being fully vaccinated and protected. It seems to me that what's happening here is at least in Australia's case, definitely not so for some other countries in the world. The COVID-19 pandemic is moving to the stage of becoming somewhat of a regular virus and somewhat of another disease that we're going to need booster shots for later in life, perhaps every year, and a reality of living in the 21st century. And that will take some adjusting to just like the pandemic took some adjusting to over a year ago. But we expect to have many more of these difficult conversations in the months ahead. 
For today, though, that's all we've got time for. If you want to follow us on Instagram throughout the day, we can be found at The Daily Oz. And it would mean a lot to us if you told a friend about this podcast. We're an independent media company looking to make it in the media landscape. and The big shots. And we rely on your word of mouth to help us grow. So if that looks like a review or telling your neighbour, it would really mean the world to us. Have a wonderful Tuesday. 